Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's good, everybody? Thanks for joining us with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, as well as your smart speakers presented by Progressive Insurance with J. Will. Freddie, you hear Johnson. that? What's up, Key? What's happening? What's what up? up? What up, Key? What up, baby? Man, Are you feeling just... sore this morning from all the sports we did yesterday? No, are you? Uh, a little sore. Just a no, little my, sore. My, my cheeks is a little tight, but that's really it. Oh, boy. <laughs> my arm is sore from trying to throw what? that football as far as you. you wait, your yeah. what? what is sore? You said what is my, sore? What you want me to call them? Glutes? Like, what, you, what, what do you want I don't to know. say? I don't know. This grown man has said cheeks on national radio. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. It's my cheeks. Whatever. My glutes, <laughs> my cheeks. Why would you Whatever cheeks you want to call it. Well, because because of all the moving around different, you know, when you're using oh, yeah. different body parts that you hadn't used in a long time, out on the on the uh, basketball court and stuff like that. And me speaking of the basketball court, I woke up to about four to five different texts from different people saying, "Yo, man, why in the hell is somebody gonna put this video out trying to be slick of mm-hmm. me falling when you crossed me over or whatever? You moved, you didn't cross me over. You just and I went back and stumbled, and they gonna put it out trying to be slick." When it's other video out there, y'all did me like Tua. Like the Miami <laughs> Dolphins did Tua. You're going to put some bad stuff out there thinking it's cute. And I know who did it. I know See, who did it. That's how you got Pat did it. it. I know Pat 100% Pat. Uh, 100%. It. it smells like Pat all <laughs> over the place. You know, 100%. Pat loves that polarizing he it, content. Oh, man. He's heard it. got 29,000 views. <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, name I'm like, come on, this man. Morning. Like you got you you mean to tell me that all the videos that was put together when we was practicing and, and doing things, Key throwing the ball thirty one. yards on his knees, me hitting a shot from the from the other free throw line, Key. That's the one they led with. Yeah, yep. got you moments. That's okay. You know, all right, that's so, fine. That, that's what our team does. You know, they make us look great. The, the yeah. Pack Mi- the Miami Dolphins right like <laughs> it's like the Miami Dolphins. That's okay. I'm, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my own videos together. Oh boy, Uh-oh. look out now! Uh-oh. There it is. Uh-huh. The rebuttal videos are coming real, soon. I'm gonna get real slick with them once I see them in the studios. <laughs> I'm put my own videos together. <laughs> yes, that is correct. And I'm gonna leak the information. <laughs> so there's no questions here. about where the leak is coming from. He's made an announcement. It's Keyshawn Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, I'm back, man. I, I, I took the first two hours off. Uh, Justin Craig, our, our uh, I guess he would be titled supervisor or whatever executive. Program director. Jeez. Program director. I call him our boss. Boss, supervisor. <laughs> boss and a supervisor is the same thing to me, Jay. True. Okay. Yeah, so, I feel like you were, you were reaching for the supervisor part. I'm trying to find a, a, a real exclusive um, tag for him, so to speak. Okay. Um, yeah, he gave me the first two hours because of the travel time. Right. Getting in so late. So he said, you know what, you, you you sit tight for the first two and then come in like gangbusters on the second two. So I said, okay, I'll do that. Uh-huh. I didn't get a chance like you, Jay, to sleep in such a luxury hotel <laughs> again oh for a third night. What hotel were you in? Come on. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't answer questions like that, Freddie. Not anymore? Um, Good. Just know that I slept with my sweatpants on last night. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, yo. He's so bougie, man. Keith, shut nothing, up. You did the same, Keith. Nothing wrong you with did the, the same. I didn't say there was anything wrong. I said I, uh, I sleep in my sweatpants at hotels. What do you want? No, nah, man, it was good. It All was hotels, good, I sleep in my it sweatpants. Was a good, it's a good place in Raleigh. The yeah. people in Raleigh what? was great to us. Yes, they were. I had a lot of fun at Duke. Very uh, 
historical university, I must say. Was that the first time you were on the campus? Very first time I was ever on Duke's campus. Okay. Why else would I be on Duke? Like, think well, about I, it, I mean, a, a man like <laughs> Why else would I? He goes to different schools and everything oh, like Freddie, that. Oh, Freddie, you should have heard him yesterday when we walked into Cameron Indoor Stadium. You yeah. know, he put the phone out. He said, welcome to the home Grayson Allen built. Wow. Looking right at me. I'm like, really? Jeez. Well, not really? just Grayson. Welcome to the home Greg Paulus built. I'm like, really? J.J., Grayson Allen, Cherokee Parks, Sheldon Danny Williams. Ferry, Sheldon Williams, Grant Hill, <laughs> Johnny Dawkins, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. He did not leave uh, with Grant Hill or Johnny Dawkins, by the way. He led with Grayson Allen. He didn't even leave with, Gra- he didn't even leave with Christian Leitner? No, he led with Grayson Allen. That's the insulting um, part. Yeah, nope. that, that, all those good dudes. Man. Those are all. And then oh. Jay followed up with Jay at the end. Right. You know, like, what? come on, man. They built it. Mm-hmm. And you just held it down. That's all. Yeah, it's all that. about it's all about Grayson Allen and Reddick and, and Danny and Cherokee and all those great Johnny Dawkins teams and all I'm not that. Not sensing a lot of oh guys. I wasn't sensing a lot of Shane Bay, Battier. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, who else? Uh, Carlos Boozer. Keep going. Yep. I know you can name more. This is impressive. It really is. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irvin for all six right. games. Yep. Um, <laughs> nine. It was nine. Don't cheat us out of three. It was nine games. Uh, 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 Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Elton Brand. Elton, Elton Brand. Brand. There you go. Yeah. I mean, y'all got that. It, it was good though. You know, yeah. it, it felt felt like I belong in Duke. I look like a Duke dude, like my homeboy said. You look like you you played at Duke. You got the frohawk going. <laughs> you you just look like you know. He had on that blue. My buddy told me though. They said I look like I belong the blue looks at Duke. Good on you. Good. My buddies are so funny. You know, you got whole boys. They're like, yeah. man, you look like a Duke so and so, so and so. You fill in the blanks. You fill in the blanks, Jay. <laughs> you you look like a Duke so and so, so and so. That has so many different yeah. connotations from a Duke so and so and so and so. And you know how they feel about Duke, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I got that tone. I got that tone. Hey, Freddie, though, you got to ask Key, though, when he was, like, on his fifth route. Yeah. My man was breathing hard, trying to explain what what route he was going to ride. Like, Why are you breathing so hard? He said, because I'm running hard, Jay. Yeah, he was busting it. There's no doubt about that. Man, that is, Jay don't understand when you running up and down the football field. No, I ain't. Yeah, that's different. It's a lot of stress. I'm trying not to tear anything, and so I'm really not striding it out the way that you normally would. Mm-hmm. I'm gingerly moving. I'm about to say, you're, you're measuring I ain't got steps. no cliques or nothing. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't ran routes in a hundred years, man. <laughs> that thing looked right, though, Freddie, though. It didn't look right. It didn't look right. Well, it didn't look right compared to what right looked for you. Right. But from the outside looking in, it still looks right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had fun. It was it was yeah. an amazing, but it was an amazing feeling to be on the, in all honesty, it was an amazing feeling to be on that campus. Wow, man. Because it just, something about the rich history of, of walking in the gym. I mean, I I give Jay a bunch of you-know-what, but it, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I honestly say I've never been there looking up in the Raptors and seeing all the names of the players that that uh, played at Duke that got their jerseys retired. Y'all going to run out of names. and I mean, j- numbers in a damn minute. Yeah, yeah, y'all need to bring honor at Cameron I'm like, Stadium. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all going to run out of numbers, for real. Freddie, so I think one of the coolest parts sometimes is like when you exchange knowledge as like ex-professional athletes, and obviously Key played – for a long time in NFL, but like when we were running routes, I, I, I was looking at Key's mitts, right? And I've always seen Key, and you see his hands, and I was watching like the catch radius and how he catches the ball, right? And it's like pop, pop, it just pops, right? Mm-hmm. So then we were playing basketball, and like you know, my forearms are something that people don't really pay attention to in basketball, right? It's like strength of how you hold the ball. So we playing one on one, 
And I like doing it sometimes just so people can recognize, like, it doesn't matter how hard you hit my hands or the ball, the ball ain't going nowhere. So I put the ball in front of Key's face, and he said, ba-ba, and the ball didn't go nowhere. He said, what the hell? That's it. That's what – that's sports, man. That's sometimes like where That's we both cheating. are. It's not cheating. <laughs> yes, it is because Jay is in his forties and he's on steroids. He's cheating. Oh come on, Jeez. Not those cheating. are harsh accusations. It really is. Come on. No, it's not. I swiped at the ball with all my might, and and I know damn well that ball's supposed to come out. <laughs> and it he's didn't cheating. happen. No, it didn't happen. But that's you know, I guess that's why he was the number two pick of the draft. Yeah, that, that, that's if it would have came out, he'd been four. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you knocked me down two spots. Oh, my God. Well, if I knocked the ball out, you got to fall. You <laughs> yeah, can't stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that point, the two on two <laughs> but it was all, in all honesty, though, Freddie. I'll say, I'll say it again. In all honesty, it was a, it was really impressive, the campus, to walk around. Just to, it, 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 The basketball part was a good feel. The, the indoor field house was nice. I didn't go to the football stadium. If I'd have gone to the football stadium, I probably would have lost all credibility based on their football program. But, you know. Wow. Leave us alone. Exactly. Keyshawn and Jamie. then they didn't want to – then I was talking to a, a few yeah. of the administrators about NIL deals and figuring out how to spend some of that Duke money. Man. So, you know, Kenny making it, everybody so uncomfortable, Freddie. He was – yeah. He, he put the business out there. He's like, y'all as soon as, as, soon as I mentioned it, they got to – Tensing up and acting scared. I'm like, hey, I'll be all right. Don't worry about it. They didn't want to I hear just, that. I just told you if you want to compete with South Carolina and Clemson and Pitt and, Pitt and all these other teams, you got to step up the price. Man, geez. Keyshawn oh, J. Will and Max Lord. on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, as well as Sirius XM Channel 80. You guys spoke of Kyrie Irving being a Duke and even though it's for a short time, Keyshawn says six games. Jay said, wait a minute, it was three more games. Report coming out about, according to Christian Winfield of New York Daily News, that Kevin Durant has never poorly talked to the front office since the season ended and they sweep to the Boston Celtics, and that Kyrie Irving, there could be reports out that the Nets, the Nets excuse me, may not be in line, Key, to sign into a long-term deal. It seems that there's a lot of smoke, but maybe not a lot of fire involving this situation. Yeah, Jay, explain to me, because I'm, I'm trying to understand it. So he has a... He has one year that he can opt in. So he can, then, opt, yeah, he can opt in and then they have to, you know, figure out they'll be a free agent. Yep. Or he can what opt he, out and they can sign a long-term deal. What if he decides to opt out and move somewhere else? I mean, he could decide to do that. I, I don't think that's what he would do. Uh, you know, Keith, frankly, I, I think all this is media manufactured. Uh, a lot of people have to have things to talk about. But, you know, I don't blow it out of proportion. Let, let me ask you this question, Keith. When seasons were over, how no, long I did, did you don't even need to you don't thank even you. need to thank you. I, I, as soon as Freddie said it mm-hmm. and he said that KD hadn't talked to them, I'm like I'm not talking to them anyway. That's right. why See, I, that's I'm on point. vacation, man. I don't need to talk to them. And this I don't need over, to talk to them. I just talked to them a month ago. And he's been over in Europe. He's been watching hoop. He's been watching soccer. He's been traveling. So all of a sudden, people are going to start manufacturing. Well, he hasn't talked to the organization. There's a problem. What are they going to do with Kyrie? You he's going to hold them hostage. I'm like stop. Yeah. You don't even need to finish that comment because I knew exactly where you were going because as athletes, Freddie, one of the things that we try and do is we try to detox ourselves away from organizations, win or mm-hmm. lose. There's nothing to talk about right now because you got to do your job as an organization in the front office to scour the, 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 the land to see who you want to bring in and what you want to do. I can't help you right now. When when you identify something that I can help you with, reach out to me, and then we'll have a conversation about it. But I'm under contract. 
what am I talking to you about? Yeah. Here's something, and Jay mentioned manufactured, and you can attach the media to this, but somebody in that organization made it a point to tell Christian Winfield this. So I'm not going to put this on Christian Winfield that he's manufacturing something. Someone in that organization made it a point to get a message out there to either Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, both of them, about yeah. how they feel about that. A- absolutely somebody did, and you know, most good journalists, reporters, they don't just say stuff, good ones. They, they usually have somebody. Now, the somebodies may not be as dialed in as they may think. So if he's not getting it from Sean Marks or he's not getting it from the owner or, or something along those lines or the head coach and he's getting it from the third assistant or the equipment manager or another player that may not be dialed in to the previous conversations of, I'm going out of town, man, I get with y'all when I get back type stuff. Yeah, but Key, you know this, and I'll be real with you, Freddie, like, and I'm not saying this pertains to Brooklyn, right? I do not know this. But I do know for a fact organizations are slick. Sure. They be slick now. So people will be saying things and be like, yeah, well, tell them this and let's see how that gets a reaction. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's a lot of posturing that goes into all this. So, But my thing is that, at, at the end of the day, under, he, that was going to say that does fall under the manufactured um, media. media conversation when somebody just gives you something to see how, it's gonna have, how, how people are going to respond to it. And my thing is, it's going to garner no response from Kevin Durant. Like, no, articles it. like this coming out aren't going to make Kevin Durant, oh, let me get on the phone. Hey, I'm just, right. I'm checking in. I was worried. Right. He ain't doing that. And his, him not saying anything applies more pressure on what move they're going to do for Kyrie Irving because it does matter when it's all said and done, you know, because these two are as thick as thieves. They're attached at the hip. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. Progressive Commercial Insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options. Quote today, ProgressiveCommercial.com. We're going to talk about a guy who has not been in the NFL for six years. This is going to be the first workout for Colin Kaepernick and an NFL team since he was exiled from the NFL after kneeling to protest racial injustice across the country. At the position specifically he plays, it kind of allows for that. I mean, there's there are a ton of backup quarterbacks. They may be on rosters, but they haven't played in a game in, you know, three, four years. Colin Kaepernick worked out for the Las Vegas Raiders yesterday. First time he had an NFL workout, guys, since the Seattle Seahawks back in May of 2017 but they did not sign. They passed an opportunity to sign him. Now, whatever people want to take about this, I look at it from a standpoint of, of I'll believe it when I see it in terms of him. This is a path for him back in the NFL. Mark Davis, just like his owner, the late Al Davis, the Raiders owner, they like being renegades. It's one thing to be a renegade and do this, but I still wonder, Key, how much of this is actually a path for Colin Kaepernick to get back into the NFL. Say say it one more time. You wonder what? I wonder how much of this is an actual path. That's just going to oh, be okay. a legitimate path for him getting him back into the you national football path. League. I thought you said one of them words that I can't spell. Um, <laughs> I, I, what word would that be? I don't know. It was, it was yeah. just it did it, when it, it ran together. That's why I was like, huh? Okay. Um, I think right. when you look at it, well, we got that cleared up. You hit on something right in your first initial comments was renegade, right? Uh, this is a situation where I believe that Mark Davis, the son of late Al Davis, is interested in Colin Kaepernick. He's always been interested in Colin Kaepernick. But at the same time, at the times that he was interested in him, I also look at who the coach was and who was running the organization. And that individual in John Gruden, 
who was running the organization was certainly not going to align himself with a guy like Colin Kaepernick. I can 100% feel that way and go on the record saying that. And the other, and, and, and Josh McDaniels, who is now the head coach, doesn't have an issue at all whatsoever with the thought process and the mindset of one Kaepernick. So I think this is a real opportunity for him. I don't think it's a a smoke opportunity. You also got to think about this. It's the Raiders. What are the Raiders known for? Bucking the system. Yep. They already have gotten the I – I don't know how to say it without getting into trouble, but they already put up a finger to the National Football League in, in the whole John Gruden situation feeling like that they were done wrong in the middle of the season and somewhat forced to let go of a disgraced coach probably when they didn't want to at that time because of the timing of it. And now this is an opportunity for them to get back at the other 31 owners or so that they may feel like had some sort of uh, position when all this sort of stuff went down last football season. So that's the way I look at it. I think it's a real opportunity. I think Josh McDaniel is seriously interested in uh, Kaepernick, and I think he can still play and be very effective because you don't forget how to play football when you haven't done it, but you have it in your memory system for as long as he's had. So, Key, you know some of the replies that we've gotten on social media about anytime Cap's name comes up. Well, the last time he played, he only had a completion percentage of 59%, and he was 1-10 okay, yeah. as a starter. And I'm Man. like, if y'all don't stop with and that nonsense. He ain't better than Jared Stenham? Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I said to Freddie, I'm like, he's better than 95% of the backup quarterbacks there is in the league right now. So you can't tell me. And this is what makes me a fan of the Raiders, man. Like, I've always – I feel like you put me on to Derek Carr and how he wasn't in the elite conversation. Then, obviously, you know, getting your guy, you know, Devontae Adams from Green Bay, him leaving, Aaron Rodgers, and be like, nah, I want to rock with my old college teammate and be like that. And now if you were to add this piece – like, this is a team that you're looking at saying, damn, this team that can make a, a huge, like, a, a huge significant stamp in the NFL moving forward. Look, they get one of the, they'll have one of the better backups in the National Football League. It's not going to cost them a ton of money to do it. Uh, he gives, he gives, uh, he becomes like an extra coach. Players like him around the league. It gives, it, 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 it helps them be able to identify with their fan base at a different level. Because let's remember, the Raiders fan, you got to remember the Raiders fan base. Heavy Hispanic and African American. Heavy. I mean, you know, it's heavy. And so when you think about that, you're trying to recruit in in, in, in free agency. You, you now have shown players in free agency, we don't care about what the NFL is thinking as a league. We're one team, one organization that don't care about nothing else them other owners are talking about. We do it our way. Come be a part of this. And, and players are like that. Players in free agency will remember that you gave Colin Kaepernick uh, another opportunity to, uh, I don't want to say resurrect his career, but right. to get back into the league and play football, something he's always done again. Here's the deal with that. I'm glad you mentioned in terms of playing football again because I want to believe it, but I guess because I've seen the NFL pull this kind of nonsense, not the Raiders, but the NFL pull this kind of nonsense, guys, with Colin Kaepernick before, 
that they tease it here, tease it there when their their agenda is they don't want this guy back in the National Football League. And Key, you're right. The Raiders have always been this way. When convention convention wisdom says do this, they say, well, we're going to do what we want. What's the old line? We don't we don't take what the defense gives us. We take what the hell we want. That's yeah. another case of this right now with the Las Vegas Raiders and that organization. I just don't want this to be a tease of a guy that has done everything possible to keep himself in shape, mentally and physically, being on the outside looking in. I don't want the NFL to be teasing Colin Kaepernick again like they've done so many different times over the past four to well, five years. What mm-hmm. I would say, Freddie, I want you to I want you to stop for a minute and, and rethink what you said because you said a couple things there. You said the Raiders do what they want. Then you said the NFL. The Raiders in this situation don't give a damn about the NFL. It's the Raiders that's doing this. It ain't the NFL. The Raiders are doing it. The NFL can't tell the Raiders who to work out and who to sign. They can't do it. So the Raiders are going to do what they want to do. In the past, this those were things that the NFL tried to put together. The league. This is individual organization which says we want to take a look at him. Never happened before. Never happened. No single individual organization has said, we want to take a look at Kaepernick. We're bringing him in to have dinner with him and a workout and break down his mindset and where he's at from a a, a career standpoint and what it is that he's looking for. Nobody's ever done that. This is the first time which is going in the right direction. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to take you at your word. Didn't but, say they were going to sign him, Freddie. No, I, I yeah. know. Believe me, I heard exactly what you said. They're bringing him for an for This is essentially an interview when you look at it, guys. This is essentially a job interview for Colin Kaepernick. This trial, having a chance to be in front of the Las Vegas Raiders. And we don't know if they're going to share that tape with other teams. Highly unlikely. I'm just glad that he's getting that opportunity from that standpoint in terms of maybe this is a path back to the National Football League and it takes an organization like the Raiders to do something like that. Either way, we'll see exactly how that's going to work out when it comes to Colin Kaepernick, the Raiders that worked out yesterday, and what the future is going to hold. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in from Max Keller, and Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, 6X and Channel 80, as well as tune in. We've got more on Colin Kaepernick, and also whether it's Super Bowl or bust for this one particular team. That's next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance with Keyshawn Johnson and J. Will, Freddie Coleman, in for Max Kellerman. Always good to talk NFL with Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us to talk about so many different things, especially starting with Colin Kaepernick. Had a workout the Las Vegas Raiders yesterday. Lewis, he has not been in the NFL in six years. This is the first time in five years that a team has brought him in for a tryout. When you heard about the Raiders having a trial with Colin Kaepernick, what was the first thought that went through your mind? Well, Freddie, I thought, look, this is this is really part of the, the Raiders' DNA that was established a long time ago by Mr. Al Davis. It's been the most inclusive sports organization across all sports, maybe in the history of professional sports. They do what they want to do. They're inclusive. They try to give everybody an equal opportunity. And really, quite honestly, this shouldn't even really come down to that. This really shouldn't even be an art, a, a conversation about that because this isn't about, you know, anything other than what it is, and that is people, you know, hijacking a young man's message in his fight for equality and fairness in this country and making it into something that it wasn't. That being said, what did I think? I thought, you know, I, I would have loved to have been there just to see where he really is at mm-hmm. from a physical standpoint, from a throwing standpoint. Where his mind's at, how Josh interact, Josh McDaniels, the head coach, how he interacted with him, what were the kind of things he asked him to do, what did the ball look like coming out of his hands, what was his stamina like, what was his attitude like, how excited was he about the opportunity, how excited were the Raiders about the opportunity, what kind of conversations they had with him afterwards as far as, look, this is how, you know, potentially we would see you fitting in on this roster in this quarterback room in particular. Those were all the things I started thinking about. Like, how, how did this – I've been through – hundreds of those types of workouts where you bring players in, kick the tires, so to speak, and try to figure out whether or not they can help your team, help that uh, uh, specific position group, and whether or not they're good for your overall roster overall in terms of what you bring to the locker room and then how you get on with people off the field. This one would be one, though, I am sure caused a lot of buzz around there, a lot of excitement, as it should. And I I was just happy. I was just happy for Colin that someone finally said, hey, look, the hell with all the other stuff about what people are saying that this could have uh, in terms of a negative effect on how people look at a certain organization, how people would maybe not want to come to football game, how it may affect the bottom line. Look, I think Colin dispelled all of that, you know, very in a very detailed way recently where he said, look, look at the effect that I have had on other businesses. Let's just start with the NFL in terms of how my jersey sales skyrocketed when I decided to start protesting how Nike's business has boomed since they partnered with me. Don't talk to me about how I'm going to negatively impact your your business. I'll positively impact your bottom line. And on top of it, not Chip Kelly, not Jim Harbaugh, none of my teammates in San Francisco, none, no one will say I am a distraction or a negative impact on your on your locker room. So let's just get away with that. Let's just bring me in and judge me based off of whether or not you think I can play quarterback in the NFL still after not being allowed to play for six years. For six years, not because I couldn't play, but because you wouldn't let me play. But for six years, you wouldn't allow me to do what I do best. Now just judge me whether or not you think I can do it now. And I think all of that, I mean, that's a lot right there. All of that right there would really have me bouncing off the wall and buzzing just to see where he is at. And hopefully this strictly comes down to whether or not it makes football sense for them. You know what, Lewis, you, you, you mentioned at the top of this conversation that you wanted to see what he looked like, get a feel, all those sort of things. I can tell you, <laughs> without being there and just seeing him throw the ball around here and there, different places here in L.A., 
He's yeah. better than he's better than ninety nine point nine percent of the backups in the National Football League right now today. Preach. And and you yeah. and you know based on your history as an evaluator, you can go down a long laundry list of backups, and you can check that off. Oh yeah, he's better than him. He's better than him. I mean, like he's better than him. He's better than you know, and so yeah. Yeah. so on and so on and so on. And you're hundred percent right. And I was telling the guys prior to you coming on, this is the Raiders' big you know what to the NFL. And Mark Davis talked about in the past that he gave full autonomy to the past regime to go out Mm -hmm. and sign Colin Kaepernick if they chose to do so. Guess what? Mm -hmm. They didn't kick the tires because they didn't want to be interested in a part of that. That wasn't what they wanted to do. They didn't. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. That ain't what they wanted. Now, Josh comes in and Josh got full autonomy again. And he says, well, mm-hmm. you damn right I want to upgrade my position if I can and if you can help me. Because yeah. he doesn't care about all that. He came from New England. He was with Bill Belichick. They don't care about all the other. All they want to do is win football games. And if he can make that room stronger, they're going to sign him. Not a question yeah, look, at look, all. Look. Yeah, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not sitting here doubting how Colin would look or potentially does look right now. I'm just Absolutely. saying, the reason, why I said, the reason why I said I would want to see how he looks is this. First of all, if I'm bringing Colin Kaepernick in, I'm probably three-fourths of the way down the road to signing him in the first place. Yes. Okay? So what I'm saying is I would hope and I would expect and I would be praying for the fact that when he came in there, it was just one of those deals where we're all standing there on the sideline, whoever it is that's responsible for making the decision, and we're looking at Josh and we're sitting there going, you can go ahead and cut this off. Let's go on upstairs and get this thing done. Let's go ahead and get this signed up. That's what I'm hoping. That that, that See, now, obviously, I think, you know, he, he obviously left there and he didn't sign a contract and they haven't, you know, made any kind of decision. But that that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I, I just hope that it would be a situation where he was so good and it was so obvious Again, as you alluded to, compared to what else is out there at the, at the backup quarterback position, which we've all seen, by and large, for many teams, is not good enough. I was just hoping that the that the workout was such that it was so good that you were that you didn't let him leave there. That you got on the horn with his representation, and you continue to have these conversations about, okay, look, these are the things that we're going to face as soon as we sign you. These are the things we need to be prepared prepared for, good and bad. But let's go ahead and get this done because. This is a football decision here, and I'm in charge of trying to make this football team better, and I'm going to get this done. The hell with letting you leave and letting you go home, and we need to think about it. We need to have some discussion. Now, we've all, you should have already had those discussions before you brought him in there. Yeah. Okay, there's, yeah. Been, there's been six years that you've had to have discussions about things. Yeah. That's really what I'm saying. <laughs> Lewis Riddick joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80 as well as tuning in. Switching gears from that, Devin White says the Super Bowl is nothing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How accurate do you think that is? Yeah, I think when you have Tom Brady at this point in his career, number one, that it's always Super Bowl or bust. They don't play for, let's get to the divisional round, let's get to the NFC Championship game, let's get to the Super Bowl and lose it. It's always Super Bowl or bust because he set the standard as far as what it means to win in a team context. So that's number one. Number two, they have been there. They have already done it. They have already won it with largely this group with, with largely this group of players. So they've already tasted success. They don't want to have. They don't want to get knocked out in the divisional round anymore. They don't.
want to feel what that feels like to come close to beating the L.A. Rams, but having the L.A. Rams be a team that winds up dispatching them, and then they have to you know, watch as they battle with San Francisco in the NFC title game. They don't want that. And I think, lastly, when they look around their locker room, Freddie, I mean, they see, look, this team is set up, man. This team is set up. If the players that they need to come back healthy and play, let's just mainly start with a guy like Chris Godwin, are ready to rock and roll, and they can last and survive for 17 weeks. If the rebuild offensive line from the inside out on the interior, particularly a guard, is able to keep the pocket secure where Tom Brady likes to live when he's throwing the football, then, yeah, they're ready to roll. Todd Bowles will have the defense ready to go. That young secondary that many people, you know, the last time we saw them, Cooper Cup was running down the middle of the field and kind of gutting them late in the game in that yeah. divisional round. That's going to be that team's going to be another year better. That just, uh, specific position group's going to be another year better. Tampa, the Tampa plays for championships now, which is something 15, 20 years, years ago, 30 years ago, maybe people would have never said. They play for championships now. And that's how it's going to be for the foreseeable future. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, man, say, thir- say 30 years, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. That's why I, that's why I, that's why I it. I was like, ooh, ooh, let me add some more years. Yeah, go, go 40 years. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I, I corrected midstream. I corrected <laughs> Keep the great work, Lewis. We'll talk to you soon, and thanks a lot, my friend. You got it. All right. Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on Twitter, L Riddick ESPN. Joining us here, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, as well as Sirius X and Channel 80. And what do Derrick Henry, Tua Tungavailoa, and Aaron Donald have in common other than being NFL players? That's after this from Keyshawn Johnson, O-O-O O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from their professional parts people and their free loaner, tool program there's no need to purchase a tool if you're only going to use it once your local o'reilly auto parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for the next repair refundable deposit required at the time of rental stop by o'reilly auto parts today and ask about their free loaner tool program or visit o'reillyauto.com Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Freddie, so yesterday we're at Cameron Indoor Stadium, and uh, Key and I are, are going through our warm-ups, getting ready for our two-on-two match against Barton Hahn. And I go to Key. I'm like, Key, you think you can reach the basket here from the free-throw line, the opposite free-throw line, looking towards the other basket? And Key was like, oh, no, nah, man, you were hitting that. And um, I want to say two shots later, Freddie, mm-hmm. it and went you down. Did it, you did no, you, you, you did it at one shot, and you missed, and then the second shot, it all net. He did it from the other free throw now, not half court. <laughs> from the other free throw line. That's cheating, though, but it's cheating, though. No, he played there for four years. He know the stadium. He know exactly where to stand. He didn't He didn't run into it or nothing, Freddie, like for real. Freddie, the best, though, is James Steele, who's next to me, who's a producer. He's right here, had a video of it, and he zooms in on Key's face when the shot goes in. James, how would you describe the look? Uh, bewildered. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he said something like he thought that was some Las Vegas stuff. You know, Jay Paul, it didn't yeah, look I, like I it did. was real. I thought it was some Las Vegas magic trick. I had to look into the look into the the, the, the ceiling up there near the scoreboard to kind of see <laughs> if there's something, some trick illusion type stuff. Because ain't no way in the world he's supposed to make that. It just so, it doesn't. But I yeah, but again I forgot he was. The second pick of the draft, mm-hmm. and he was two-time college player of the year, and you know, so I, I just it, it was interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't believe, believe I buried the lead. So I go back in the back before I met you guys at the football field, and I was with John Shire and John, who's not head coach at Duke, goes, you know, coaches here. If Key wants to do his coach's voice imitation live in person, I said, don't you do that? Don't <laughs> no, you? No, don't no, you? No, don't no. you do that? There's don't certain you things you him. just don't do. You I'll just leave don't him alone. Do. How, how, does it, how does it sound again? How does it sound again, though? Man, leave Coach K alone. Man. Why are you asking me to leave Coach K alone? Coach K, Coach K was good to me. He's a good good coach, good He's guy. He's a great man. He's you just a great, do a great man. Coach K. In- <laughs> He's nice. You're absolutely great. But, but, but I will say this. The one video that, that's, that we circle on your, on your Twitter handle is the fact Keyshawn's in a couple of turnarounds warming up with you, by the way. Oh, he made some fadeaways yeah. now. Mm-hmm. now I, I'm trying to tell y'all. Man, I got is, buckets. Don't sleep. I'm not sleeping. That's the best part about it, though. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, Freddie, that's going to be the highlight of the entire two-on-two experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about me. But right. I'm going to watch Key give Alan Hahn a bucket, and then I'm, I may I may retire. I may, I may not finish the game <laughs> if that goes down. <laughs> I may take the ball and walk off the set. Yeah. Yeah, I got buckets. Don't sleep. 
We're not sleeping, but it's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Where Key has that little fadeaway, and then Alejandro will be as bewildered as Key was with Jay. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as your smart speakers, Keyshawn Johnson, J. Will, Freddie, come in for Max Kellerman. Hit us on Twitter anytime you want at Real J. Williams, at Keyshawn, and at Coleman ESPN. So we're going to move the conversation when it comes to those NFL players that I mentioned have a lot in common. We're going to do that next hour. But Jay talked about top NBA duos who broke up too early, in case you missed earlier tonight, because other early today, excuse me, because a lot of people wonder about the whole Kyrie Irving Katie situation. That article came out in the deal, and it's courtesy of Christian Winfield that the Nets may not want to sign Kyrie Irving to a long term deal. Key, according to Jay, here is the top NBA duos who broke up too early. At number seven, he had AI and Stackhouse. At number six, Stephon Marbury and Kevin Garnett. Number five, T Mac and Vince Carter. Number four, Shaq and Penny. Number three, LeBron and Kyrie. Number two, Stephen KD. And number one, Shaq and Kobe. Although on Twitter, it seems that Shaq and Penny is getting more votes for that as opposed to Shaq and Kobe. What do you think, Key? I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm just. I'm, yeah, I, he was contemplating. So, so yeah, the I'm Shaq, contemplating the, in my the mind. Shaq, yeah, the Shaq and Penny one is. Uh, I, I'm starting to roll with people like they should be up higher on the list because one of the things that started happening. In Orlando, obviously Shaq was a dominant force, but a lot of the attention became on Penny, right? Remember the bobblehead that came out? Yeah. And all that stuff that was happening branded-wise. And you you think about what that dynamic could have been for the long term between those two? Yeah, I I I would say Shaq and Penny would probably be one or two for me flip-flop Kobe Shaq and the reason I say that is I was in Florida at this time Jay Mm -hmm. and the Orlando Magic screwed that up completely the ownership did because all they had to do was give big the money and if they would have gave Shaq the money instead of acting as though he didn't really matter by playing with him there's certain guys you just pay okay and then we don't need to think what, what are we thinking about pay this dude and keep him moving they balked on paying him and that's when uh, Lon Rosen, no, not Lon at the time, or not Orrin, who the hell was his agent? I'll, it'll come to me. At the time, went to the Lakers and said, we can undo this. And that's when he became a Laker. And so you think about Shaq and Kobe, Jay, they won championships. Yeah, Shaq and Penny were close. All they had to do was shuffle the deck a little bit, and they may not even have to shuffle the deck. They probably could have ran it back with B. Shaw, in 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 D Scott, in Nick Anderson, and then run it back with them dudes, and they probably could have wind up getting where they needed to go. I just remember I, they were I, still young. Yeah, I remember that because that's when when Shaq left. I remember that quote that he said where he called Orlando. He called him like a dressed up little pond or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it was like so real. You can feel the animosity between him and the organization. I guess why I had Shaq and Kobe. Number one is because they got three together, right? Kobe then went on to get two more by himself. But, like, it always makes me wonder. Like, we talk about MJ as, like, the GOAT, and people are quick to say LeBron or, you know, Wilt Chamberlain is one of the greatest to ever do it, or Kareem or Cap, one of these guys. And I, just, I, Kobe's name is always up there to me. I just wonder if he had gotten a couple of more or maybe one more with Shaq or two more. Like, I, who was stopping that team? Right. That, well, they started, you, you know, they but they started, they started chipping away at him because the last year, 
was when we had put the dream team, so to speak, together. So when we lost, when Carl Malone and, and, and GP and that, yeah, so they right. started, it started to run its course. Right. You know, they, they, they were getting really old except for Shaq and Kobe at the time. And even when Shaq went to Miami and won, he was, he was at the so-called end sure. of the dominance era for him. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I do think the Shaq and Penny one probably should be up a lot higher than where it is. It should be one or two if I was putting a list together. The only other one that I feel like should be high is just, I mean, we, we have him on the show. He's actually going to be on the show with us today and Vince Carter. And, uh, you know, T-Mac, Alan Yates and I talk about this. There are some players that, you know, you watch tape and you're like, oh, my God. How filthy they were. So different, man. And the fact that these two were related, they were key. And I'm trying to tell you, my rookie year, I played those dudes up in T-Dot. I mean, Toronto was a different place with those two there. That place was incredible. T-Dot is still one of my all-time favorite cities to go to. Right. right now, it's known for like the Six and Drake. And obviously, Kawhi won a championship there. And Pascal Siakam is there now. But when Vince and T-Mac were there together... It was, it was a different experience, man, because those are two of the most prolific athletes and scorers the game of basketball is, I mean, close to ever seen. LeBron and Kyrie is interesting uh, because if they could have figured out their differences and worked it out, they probably could have got a couple more chips in Cleveland. In Cleveland, yeah. Potentially, sure. Yeah, they probably yeah, could have. Potentially, yeah. But they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. So now, you know, maybe Kyrie winds up in L.A. You hear me, Kyrie? <laughs> you talking about Steph and KD could have been the greatest team of all time. They could, they, they could have one of the best dynasty, one of the greatest dynasties of all time. That's why it always boggles my mind that Kevin Durant and nothing against Kyrie Irving would sign but, but up for K, that. But is KD and Steph really a duel, though, Jay? Or is it because no, Clay Thompson was already there? So yeah, that's true, when I'm but, looking at a duel, it's kind of like Clay Thompson was doing his thing before KD came to Golden State. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't know that I will put them together. It's uh, it's tough when you have like three guys like that that are going to be Hall of Fame players. Well, Steph that's like, was. That's, like but LeBron, that's why I say D-Wade he was already Bosch, with Clay. Right. Yeah. He was already with Clay. Yeah, but I mean they don't get they don't get two back to back like that with KD winning Finals MVP without KD. You know what I mean? Like it felt like the evolution of that duo went to a different level. It was Steph and Clay, but then it became about Steph and KD. Yeah, and and Kyrie didn't. I'm just saying, um, Clay didn't mind being in the background, but when he went nuclear, they mm-hmm. knew to get out of his way mm-hmm. and let him do his thing. It is Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, and it should be over for the Dallas Mavericks for Game Five tonight versus Golden State. But what if they win? That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.